Merry Christmas. Merry Cool Boys Central. Hold your dicks and rub your tits. You'll be ice cold. Here come the Cool Boys. Just the young boy. So cool. So cool. So cool. Bitch. I see Cool Boy. <gasps> lumpy. Hey, Lumpy. Ballard, you're probably the healthiest of the three of us. Yeah, as across from the both of us is this Adonis of a, an Italian man, just yeah, who shits once every there. four months. <laughs> That's it's because he his his body is so pristine; it just doesn't require shitting. He is perfectly designed to absorb all nutrients. Yeah. I like that idea. Lots of good-looking people die extremely young. James <laughs> Dean, Paul Walker. <laughs> James Dean did not die because of bad body issues. He died of driving a car too fast on the 46. Same with Paul Walker. And what happened to it? What happened? His body died in the car. Unhealthy. Just like anyone's would in a high speed crash. Not John Goodman's. Um, so, guys, what are you drinking tonight? <laughs> I'm going to drink an entire bottle of wine this episode just for the fuck of it. I'm drinking the uh, a very expensive brand named Charles Shaw. Oh. Ooh, $2,000 Chuck, it's called sometimes. Yeah, they still call it Two Buck Chuck, but it's now two ninety nine, so it's, it's like, no longer it's like bucks. Two Buck Chuck. Oh, Chucky. <sighs> Fucking playing, emo- playing with my emotions. What are you sexy uh, bitches yeah. drinking? Uh, Well, tonight for our holiday special, I am drinking a spiked eggnog minus the eggnog. <laughs> Whoa! I love it! I'm drinking bourbon. On the rocks. You put bourbon in the eggnog? That's weird. I think brand new. Well, I'm drinking spiked eggnog with black spice rum. Yeah. Yeah, There you go. That's right. Everyone's prepared tonight. So it's going to be a great holiday episode. I hope uh, Cool Boy Nation's ready to fucking have their dicks blown off and their ass cheeks spread wide. Merry Christmas, Cool Boy Nation. And welcome to a special holiday installment of the Cool Boys podcast. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and that is all. No other holidays. We're going to be... No Kwanzaa? Nope. Not real. Wow. No Happy New Year? New Year, we'll have episodes before New Year, and New Year's special, and New Year's for everybody. It's also only New Year's for specific cultures. China has New Year's in different times. They do. I like Chinese New Year. I like Chinese fire drills. Ding, ding, Mm. ding, ding. Is that like a conga line? Ding, 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 dong. I hope so. Dong. Wish you a merry, merry Christmas. I'm Frosty the Felk Man. I'm Silver Bells Ballard. (laughs) And I'm apparently North Pole Smoker Nolan. How come I got the gay name? Nolan, you know why. You're the gay one. You're the gay cool boy in our boy band. I'm the handsome one, and then Felk's the uh, one that can actually sing. 
and then mm. takes care of everybody. I'm the brains. All yep, right. just like Joey Fatone. Yep, just like Joey Fatone. Fat one. <laughs> <laughs> On this special Cool Boys episode, we'll be bending over, spreading it wide, and getting in the holiday spirit as we discuss <laughs> our 12 films of Christmas and all the fabulous boners they have given us. But first, we have some Cool Boy updates. So, gents, what have you been up to? Well, before we get into our updates, let's get into that postmortem for uh, the last episode, which is called Dirty First Job. So, guys, I just want to say I appreciated, Nolan, you cut that episode, and I had to appreciate your use of the 80s synth soundtrack for us that made it feel like I was listening to, like, like an 80s movie about these guys' cool first day on the job and all their wonderful hijinks they're going to have. And I loved it. I thought it was a great episode. It was a train wreck to record, but it was a great episode. Yeah, it turned out okay, so Cool Boy Nation, go listen to it if you haven't to. I, I mean, I like that the episode pretty much turned into an episode about me talking about my butthole. Yeah, I still don't and fucking guys, get that at all. And you chime in. I, Have I you think, found it yet? Do you know where it is now? Uh, Maybe, no. But the episode's an hour, or a little bit over an hour, and I think 40 minutes is spent about butthole talk. That's Absolutely. That's just a, a guesstimation, but I, I think it's accurate. Uh, so that should bring us to, Noli, your update. Noli, have you taken a shit yet? Yeah, so the last episode we talked about, I almost had to give myself an enema. Uh, I finally pooped right after we recorded that episode. I actually pooped twice in one day. Yes. And it was glorious. Ballard, I sent you the audio. You can play it now. You recorded the audio of of your poop? And besides just spraying fucking shit all over porcelain, uh, Ballard, you were sick last episode, and now I'm kind of sick. Oh, did I get you sick? You, you gave me a virus through the internet. Oh. Okay, I was wondering if you guys had actually interacted. Well, this I suck Noli's dick every once yeah, in a while, yeah. so I mean, yeah. maybe yeah. during my dick sucking. That's when I learned that I only like to look men directly in their eyes when I'm giving them blowjobs. <laughs> Unless they have a chrome face. If yeah. they have a chrome cock, I can look at myself just in the in the in the chrome cock. Because it's it's not about me looking you in your eyes. It's like a mirror. I'm looking at myself because I want to be looking at myself, looking at myself, giving myself a blowjob. Mm-hmm. You've been a lot of thought to what it's like to suck cock. I yes. bet it's really um, uh, sausagey flavored, like like uh, Italian flavored. Nolan's, I'm assuming. Have you guys actually ever thought about sucking like a dick? What it would be like? It, it would probably be weird. Like, yeah, I actually don't know what it'd be like. Would it be like sucking your finger? Yeah, I don't, I, like what enjoyment? I get why girls don't want to do that often. It, it must not be enjoyable. I, when I was fourteen, I managed to suck the tip of my own cock. So, oh, what? Elaborate. I, was flexible. I think we have an episode topic change here. No, sucking our own dicks and how to find them. <laughs> no, I, I hurt my stomach pretty bad. All, all the reaching. You did? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Question: Does that make you gay if you can suck your own dick? Yeah. No. Well, see, I having having never sucked my own dick, I don't know. I would assume no. I think it's just like uh, it'd be like uh, a hand job. It's no, it does. Gay. It makes you me like curious. Job. Which means that if you insult me, it's a hate crime. So be careful. I think it's more like curious, not bi curious, just curious. Yeah. Like, what would it taste like if I sucked my own dick tip? Confirm for curious. Curious. <laughs> Explorer confirmed. Folk, what have you been up to? What have I been up to? Fuck so goddamn much. 
Uh, something happened tonight, and I'll get into that. But a few quick updates. First and foremost, my mattress kind of got fucked up, broken with some activity, and I ended up buying Uh-oh. a new mattress. Ooh. And holy oh. shit, do I need it? Did I need a new mattress? I, I bought a, a fucking beauty rest. I got the exact same type they have at the W Hotel. Oh. Black label. And uh, oh, so apparently, I, I now realize that that the fact that I woke up every morning with back pain for the last six months, mm. just because of my mattress, I, I am I am getting effective sleep now. I'm having dreams. I'm remembering dreams. I'm having real sleep. It's completely, ch- I'm no longer horrifically depressed. It's completely changed my outlook. Uh, no, it, you sound great. I feel, I, great I, I, I feel great. I'm looking, I look forward every night to, going to sleep because I'm actually like, I'm actually sleeping and I'm having such vivid, real dreams. I also did a little holiday spending thanks to Amazon's deals. And I've, uh, kind of been in the process of completely voice automating my apartment. I've got Cortana. Nice. Hey, Cortana. She's listening. Hey, Cortana. Hi. Yep, works great. No, not. <laughs> hey, hold on. Hey, Cortana. Hey, Cortana. Hi. You know, I I can go get Alexa for you hi. and have her turn her on for you if you like. Alexa. Hi there. She said hi too, and then I, I love I, I love know. Alexa. I think she's wonderful. And uh, I'm deciding which one's better. I've got I'm getting the lights next. I've got a Fire Stick, so I can start saying what's on on, on the TV and just put it on there. Uh, nice. I'm deciding between Cortana, who's a lot flirtier, and Alexa, who's a lot more business. And I'm just completely cutting that cunt Siri out out of the process because she is she is a prude. Siri doesn't want to talk uh, to me at all. But Alexa, sorry. I can't tell what is playing. Alexa, Simon says, I want to suck your dick. I want to suck your dick. She wants to suck my dick. <laughs> oh, you did it. And then finally, uh, I w- it took me almost, I wasn't sure if I could even podcast tonight because I was in nightmare traffic due to the fact that Los Angeles for the eighth time this year is on fire. So that was 2017 fun. 2017 really is 1996. Mm-hmm. Cue the demolition soundtrack. Don't mess around with the demolition man. The song. Oh, what's your update? I don't really have an update. Guys, 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 guys. Uh oh! Guys, 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 guys. Rapid fire. Would you rather? <gasps> blow 12 German terrorists on Christmas Eve or have a threesome with the Grinch and Jack Skellington on Halloween. Ah, I guess blow away terrorists on fucking Christmas Eve would be amazing. No, you're, blo- like Christmas, you know, you're like, blowing like, them. Like, yeah, you're blowing them, not blowing away. Oh, not blowing them away? <laughs> oh, shit. Well, then the other option was what? I had to fuck a whole bunch of men? I'd fuck no, the, have a threesome with the Grinch and Jack Skellington. Jack Skellington's a skeleton. He doesn't have a penis. Yeah, so you're fucking his pelvic holes, I guess. He's got stuff. No, he doesn't. I, I think you guys are missing the important you, part of this have question. You ever he seen has a boner? Skeleton? A skeleton? A skeleton? It's a That's why he has Eve. a boner, Felk. Yeah, it's a boner. It's a hard boner. That boner might hurt. You know, that's, that's going to be a really hard-hurting boner. See, Christmas Eve, you're getting drunk. You're getting loose. Halloween. With the Grinch? 
Yeah, ha- no, Halloween's the Grinch and Jack Skellington on Halloween. Oh, you're, just, yo, you're, you're right. You're so fucking you, eating yeah. candy. You're getting jacked up. The date yeah, is getting, not a factor to me. Oh, it's it's everything to me. I can get drunk and probably suck off 12 dudes. It's happened. I'd rather fuck two than have sex with 12. The threesome with the Grinch? I don't know what the Grinch's cock looks like. I think we're going to find out later. Jack it's Skellington. dog's cock. It's lipstick, probably, because he's furry. No. Oh, lipstick dick. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. He's I don't like that at all. So I mean, it's got. I guess I'm blowing internal. terrorists. I, I think how I'm many terrorists do I have to blow? German terrorists. On how Christmas many? Eve. How many? Huh? How many terrorists? Twelve. They're not terrorists, Twelve. by the way. They're thieves. What kind of terrorists are you? <laughs> Who said we were terrorists? Who said we were terrorists? And they're German. They're all German. They're all German. German. That's a big. It's a big. It's an important factor. They're German. Who said hmm. we were terrorists? So are they all circumcised or not circumcised? What's it like in Germany? Not this circumcised. This is not rapid fire. This isn't rapid fire. I'm sorry. It would be if we could move on. Let's move on now, please. <laughs> what, what's their answers? I'm sucking up 12 dudes. I, I will do the I, the... I need to know if they're circumcised or not. It's very important Jesus to me. Jesus Christ, Ballard. <laughs> um, I, okay. I, guess, I guess they're not it's circumcised. privileged to no. fuck... The Grinch and Jack Skellington. Germans hate, hated the Jews. Jews were circumcised. I'm going to assume most Nazis were not circumcised. I'm going to assume most 12 German terrorists were not circumcised. <laughs> Although they're not terrorists. I don't know what Christmas movie you're referring to. Who said we were terrorists? <laughs> I know a movie in which German thieves <laughs> try to steal money from uh, yes. a building pretending thieves. to be terrorists, but they're not yes, actually terrorists. That's right. Who said we were terrorists? Hey, Who said yeah. we were terrorists? Who said we were terrorists? Um, so... <laughs> oh... <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the Grinch and Jack Skellington. Yeah, I think that's well, a privilege. You enjoy those duck cocks and fucking skeleton cocks up your ass, okay? You enjoy yeah, that. Yeah, not duck cocks. It's not a duck cock. That's a screw. It'd be more like lipstick dick. Don't be hostile. Yeah, I think the, the Grinch has a screw dick. It's definitely, it's, it's. Wild. It's like a duck stick. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move wild. on. Anyway, duck moving on. Duck sticks are so gross. Oh, totally. <laughs> rather roast Rudolph's nuts over an open fire and eat yeah. them yeah. or have Jack Frost nipping at your asshole and stuffing his frosty balls in your nose. I guess I eat deer nuts. Yeah, I'll eat deer nuts. I bet that's like something that they do in like Iceland. Yeah, I yeah. do that one too because I'm not sure what Jack Frost would be doing. Why is he shoving like he... his balls in my nose? I, I don't feel like, I feel like rude Bear, Bear Grylls considers deer nuts like a regular Tuesday. And oh, he's a reindeer Grylls. and they're special. Reindeer nuts are special. I They're love magical. Bear Grylls. Yeah. Anyway. Move on. Bear Grylls? You, you, we, should, we should do an episode about Bear Grylls. You guys know why he was fired? Oh, God. Because he pretended. Oh, he, he was such a nah, badass. Nah, 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 nah. Hold it for the next episode when we ever do a Bear Grylls topic <laughs> yeah, episode. Okay. <laughs> don't waste the material here, Felk. Yeah, of course yeah, Don't not. waste it. I think, yeah, we're all, eating, we're all eating roasted deer nuts. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Ranger and, nuts. And by the way, by the way, it's a fire I made. So I'm proud of it. They 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 fired the guy because they were like, oh, he faked things. Like when he fought that snake, he fought a like a, a a python, and then he killed it, and then he cooked it, and he ate it. And they're like, oh, that was fake. And I'm like, oh shit, it was fake. How was it fake? Like, oh, they didn't find the python. They brought it in, and it's like, but he still fought it, and or not a, a fucking like a, a venomous snake. He's like, oh, he still fought it and ate it. Yeah, pythons are venomous. Like, who fucking cares? 
Yeah. I yeah, he's also done things like um there was one episode where he's like, Oh, oh you on. see these lava bridges? They're so fragile. If you step on them, they could break immediately and fall to your death in this pit of lava. And then he like steps on the lava bridge and he's like, Oh, oh, oh and he gets over the bridge real quick, he's like, Oh. And then all of a sudden it cuts on the YouTube video if you watch it, to old ladies crossing the lava bridge on a regular basis because it's a tourist lava bridge. And then the camera pans around and it shows a highway just driving behind him. So this magical like tropical island with a lot like a lava bridge that he was crossing was actually like Hawaii and like a famous lava tourist bridge. Well, guys, I have news for you. I don't think he claimed it was magical. <laughs> it's television. Anyway, this, moving on. This land is magical. <laughs> like, no, it's, it's a not. magical lava bridge. <laughs> All right. And finally, would you rather drink eggnog being poured down Yukon Cornelius's crack and into your mouth, or let Hermit the Elf pull out one of your teeth? I don't know who either of those things are. Herbie, for sure. What is Yukon Cornelius? Who am I? The name's Yukon Cornelius. The greatest prospector in the north! This is my land! And you know, it's rich with dong. Yukon's <gasps> the guy that goes like, there's gold! Gold! Gold and silver! Silver and dong! Silver <gasps> and gold! Phil, have you never seen the Rudolph Claymation gold. Christmas special? Yukon Cornelius, big beard, fucking Canadian, just has his fucking pickaxes, he's on an adventure. Hermie the Elf's an elf who just wants to be a fucking dentist? No. Doesn't ring a bell. No, not at all. Not at all. I'm taking Herbie. I grew up Catholic. I trust Herbie. We talked about Jesus around Christmas. None of this fucking secular humanist shit. You know I'm taking Hermie just because I don't like eggnog. Hermie or Herbie? Hermie, I think. It's Hermie. It's Hermie the Elf. Herb, Herb, Herbie's a car. Herbie the love yeah, bug. You know, drinking eggnog poured down a guy's ass doesn't sound like the best thing in the world. No, and it, I'm, I'm sure he's removing my tooth because it's like infected or got like a fucking cavity or some shit. Yeah, but it's also Yukon's ass, you know. That, he's been places. He's dirty. He's a man. You don't want... You don't... First of all, being friends with Yukon Cornelius is not something you should be going around telling people. <laughs> okay. He's a, he's a weird individual. I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking. Is this is this, is this foreign? What is this? No, this know. is the American Rudolph the Reindeer fucking special that airs every year on like TV. Well, Ballard Felk hates Christmas, and we're gonna get I into do. that right about now. Bah humbug. Cool Boy Nation, if there is a would you rather you would like us to discuss on a future podcast, please email us at thecoolboyspodcast at gmail.com. Because that has happened so many times. Well, cool boys, I don't think you can get a more topical would you rather than that. Time to move on to our cool boys show topic. Report preliminary findings. Not worried about her. We gotta keep him gagged. Cool boy nation, pop your cocks and drop your tops. It might be interesting and important for you to know. It's time for our cool boy show topic. Hey, I like that. Spoilers. So cool. And now, a reading from the Book of Felk.
was a hot, humid Christmas Eve in Houston. Oh. I sat alone in my room, gang-banging myself <laughs> with candy canes. Two in my mouth and two in my teenage ass. <laughs> you know what they say, got dick on the brain? Slam a candy cane. <laughs> But then, my asshole plugged tight. No erection was stirring, not ever so slight. My rad rod was hung, but now I must quote, and hope that Santa Claus will have my cock jammed down in his throat. (laughs) My shaven teenage testicles were all snug in my sack while visions of dildos went in and out of my crack. When out on the lawn, I heard furious fucking. I sprang from my bed and knew dongs <laughs> needed sucking. What? When what to my glorious shaft should appear? Santa Claus and mesh, boots off, socks on, looking queer. His nips, how they sparkled, his ass cheeks, how spread. His boner was a raging, his asshole bright red. His dick sucking lips made the shape of an O, and his magical taint hairs were white as snow. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work and filled up my ass, reached around for a jerk. He pumped and pumped as I felt tingling in my toes. And after giving a squirt up the chimney, he rose. He sprang to his sleigh and bent over once more, shouted, come on, Felk, make me sore. So I engorged my cocky cock and tore his bodacious butthole with might. Came everywhere shouting, Happy Christmas to all. And to all, a good night. Wow. wow. But, uh, well, that was my first time meeting Santa. What about you guys? Wow. <laughs> my, I met Santa once, and it was definitely not that. That was wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was just blown away because, you know, I never heard that saying, got dick on the brain, slam a candy cane. Mm. Like, that's fucking. It's European. It's very. It's a very <laughs> European move, I guess. Yeah. Uh, right. I like how Santa just looked at you and said, Come on, Philk, make me sore. If Santa was a brutal man, it seems like. Uh, we might touch upon that later. You know, most mall Santas aren't really Santa. They're just fucking alcoholics. I think we'll get into that later, too. All right, well, guys, Phil Felk, that was wonderful. But moving on to what we're here for. We're here for the 12 films of Christmas. And these aren't specials like uh, the Rudolph Red-Nosed uh, Reindeer or Frosty Snowman or Star Wars The Holiday Special. None of that is accounted for. These are going to be movies and movies that aired in cinemas everywhere. And I don't think we're necessarily uh, saying what you should think the best Christmas films of all time are. I think what we're saying is here's 12 films of Christmas that we like or hate or whatever. We just want to talk about them. Christmas are Ballard brought to me. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. To be jolly, la 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 la. After vacationing across America and throughout Europe, take it, Russ. This holiday season, the Griswolds are going to play it safe. Clark, we're stuck under a truck. Wow, great tune. Good song. It is. It's a good song. So yeah, National Lampoon's Vacation is a big uh, movie in my uh, family. It's a film we have to watch essentially every year after uh, Thanksgiving. 
And it is a classic. It's got some great bits in it. It's got some great callbacks to the Vacation series. And it's probably one of the uh, better ones. I even named uh, some fish after uh, the characters in it. And why is the carpet all wet, Todd? I don't know, Margo. Name fish. Ours were Margo and Todd. It's Julie Louis-Dreyfus and the other guy, her husband. I don't care about the fish. What do you mean you don't care about fish? I had fish. I never named my fish. I named fish the big die. one. You never named fish? Well, I had a Picosimus, and I named it Morgan Freeman. That was the only fish I ever named. Oh, that's a good name. Yeah. Oh, no, I named my... I named the Beta Migs. After the guy who throws cum on Jodie Foster in Silence of the Lambs. Oh, nice. To, to cool. me, that movie's actually the fourth best vacation film. Really? It's the fourth best? Yeah. After... I, I like the the original one, the European one, That's the trash. Vegas one, actually, and then Christmas Vacation. Because Christmas... Vegas is trash. No, it's fine. Christmas is I, like one of those hot. ones you want to like, and you turn it on, and you're like, ah, these jokes just aren't hitting. You're the like, outlier. Off it. See, for me, for me, it's like the second one. It's yeah. like vacation for me, Christmas vacation, European vacation, Vegas vacation for yeah, me. Yeah, nobody likes Vegas. That's very weird. Oh, Vegas is fine. It's good. Oh, I like Vegas. Go I just thought my Ed favorite. Ed Helms garbage? No, that's a different one. That's a different one. I, I haven't seen that with Chris Hemsworth it's not pop bad. in your face. I it's a sequel because Clark is still in it. Oh, is he Rusty? Is that who yeah, Ed yeah, Helms yeah. is? Yeah, Ed Helms plays Rusty, and Rusty's a different actor oh. in every movie anyway, so it's fine. Yeah, no, that's fine. It's um, not bad. It's not bad. It's not great, yeah. but it's not bad. I, I, I like Christmas Vacation. I just think it's the fourth best one. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's, it's the second best one. But yeah, it's, first it's, it's solid. It's got some great Christmas tropes. It's got some great plays on the Christmas trope. Your, I like how it's about tropes. getting his bonus and it fails. Um, he doesn't get the bonus. I, I like that, you know, it's a, it's a, essentially about Christmas going wrong for everyone. Yeah, like no, the fucking it's, tree it's burns honest. down. It Everything goes to Family hell. suck. Christmas sucks. That's the point. That's why I like it. Uh, yeah. And you get, you know, you get Uncle, uh, was it? You get Cousin Eddie. Cousin Eddie's amazing. Yeah. He's always amazing. Randy a, Quaid, though, he's in jail, right? Or something? Yeah. He's in jail. Just tax evasion. It wasn't like he molested kids or anything. Didn't he try to rob a bank? No, he did Maybe. some other shit, too. Who knows? This year, let Chevy Chase light up your holidays. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. The end. <laughs> As always, Cool Boy Nation, we'll be staying on topic. On the 11th day of Christmas, Arnoli brought to me Jingle all the way. Love it. Nicely done, sir. Every holiday season, there's one toy everyone has to have. I want the Turbo Man action figure with the arms and legs that move, and the Roger Moore jetpack, and the Boomerang shooter. Getting it is every child's dream. Whoever doesn't can be a real loser. Finding it. You got the doll, right? Is this father's nightmare. I'll get that toy. I promise. I love you all the way, Nolly. Good call. Yeah, it's stupid it's, as fuck. Yeah, it's stupid as fuck. Totally. Turbo but, man. But watching Arnold run around all day looking for a toy, it's it's a good time. I mean, you're Turbo really man, yeah. the point of the movie is if you are a working guy who works and has as a kid, you really want to prove to your kid that you love him. You gotta buy him something. You gotta no, buy him no, something. No, not that's just hard to buy. Not something. Not something. You gotta buy him the toy of the holiday and season. What's it called? And it, 
Turbo Man. No, what's the toy called? What does it refer to frequently in the movie as? Turbo Man? No. Turbo a, t- Man? a Turbo Man doll. A t- the Turbo, oh, a Turbo Man, Man doll. doll. Turbo <laughs> Man doll. It's an action figure. It's a hard plastic action figure, and they call it a Turbo Man doll over and over again, even though it's for a boy. What kind what kind of gender queer heteronormative patriarchy smashing bullshit is this? Dolls are for girls. Action figures are for boys. Jingle all the way. Disqualified. Also, it's got Sinbad. Sinbad also didn't pay his taxes. You know, I think you guys are forgetting uh, about Jingle all the way is not only did it give us fabulous Arnold quotes to use on soundboards for the future. Oh, oh, excuse me, but your wife's cookies are out of this world. What a... Who told you you can eat my cookies? Mm. Oh, these cookies. I got to get the recipe from Les. Put that cookie down now. But it also gave Put us the cookie down. Jake Lloyd. Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah, Jake Lloyd. He's the he's Arnold's uh, What's, son. Jake Lloyd's actually decent in Jingle All the Way. But oh, fuck. Oh, he's fuck. Not decent. He's not decent in Jingle All the Way. He's horrible in Jingle All the Way. Oh, mom. I can't do this because of dad. Oh, mom. Okay, so are, are you, dad. Are you telling me he played I the same guess. character in The Phantom Menace? Is that what you're telling me right now? He's actually better actor in The Phantom Menace. Absolutely goes, are you an angel? Is better sold than any oh, line in Jingle All the Way. Oh, God. Are you an angel? Are you an angel? What? An angel. In 2015, <laughs> he had a psychiatric hold put against him, put, put on him because he tried to kill himself. He's been depressed his entire life because of all the shit he's gotten because of Phantom Menace. People blame him for that movie. It's like he was a boy. Mark Hamill's come out and said that like he the one thing he can't stand is how the people treat Jake Lloyd and how much they've bashed him and he's so upset he's like he's a little boy he didn't write the lines no. like and everyone you know hates what? him I still blame him Yippee Whoa Blame everyone else except the fucking actual eight year old boy It is pretty fucked up how much hate he got And he is, he's, he's fine in Jingle all the way He's not the reason Jingle all the way sucks. No, Jingle All the Way doesn't suck. Jingle All the Way is a great movie. Who directed Jingle All the Way? Some nobody, right? And from the director of The Flintstones. It stars Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's all I care about. Okay. I love Arnold in it, and I think it's my favorite Arnold movie to watch during the holiday season. Of course. Jingle All the Way. You picked the wrong day. All right. So I got you to pick one I actually like here. To be trading places. I had the most absurd nightmare. I was poor and no one liked me. We can make it, baby! Me and you! Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy are trading places. Trading places takes place at Christmas. Christmas is all over the movie. A lot of people don't consider it a Christmas movie, but I mean. When you've got Christmas trees in every shot and the holiday sense, and it's basically kind of an inverse Scrooge kind of story, you know, rich guy sure. learns what it's like to be poor, poor guy learns what it's like to be rich. They're not just getting rich, they're getting even. Do you have any better ideas? Yeah, you know, it occurs to me that the best way you hurt rich people is by turning them into poor people. Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. <laughs> 
two big reasons why I love the movie. And if you look at the GIF underneath, you, I'm sure you looked at the doc. Yeah, yep. God bless you, Phil. God bless Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Love it. Jamie. Because Jamie Lee Curtis is tits in that movie. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Could die for. She plays a hooker. She plays a hooker with the heart of gold. And Jamie Lee Curtis. By the way, food and rent, not the only things around here that cost money. I think something you just touched upon, Felk, that we should just explain, because a lot of people do hold this to be some kind of uh, contention when thinking about Christmas films. So, yeah, some people could look at Christmas films and go, Lethal Weapon is a Christmas film. Um... And, like, because it takes place at Christmas, Lethal Weapon really isn't a Christmas film. It doesn't really have Christmas value or Christmas themes, but it does take place at Christmas. Trading Places is, I would say, is more of a Christmas film than Lethal Weapon. Yeah. But just for the instance of, like, say, Iron Man 3 or other films like that, I would say if it takes place at Christmas, we'll consider it for now a Christmas film. Yeah, it, well, Christmas is kind of a theme to it. I also love, and I know you you fucking love them, Easter eggs that make two movies connected. And Absolutely. I, 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 you know what I'm talking about, the fact that the... Uh, the rich dudes, I can't remember their names, uh, show up again in uh, uh, the Eddie coming Murphy. Coming to America. Yeah, coming to America. Like, yeah. that, 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 that was kind of unknown at the time, because the movie's not... They well, show up as homeless guys yeah. and coming into America. But they're clearly yeah, the same characters, so they're like, we're back, you know? like So it's like, it, it, I, I like that stuff. I like that John Landis was building a world, and I, I, I love that it's it was so unabashedly 80s. When like oh, yeah. the eighties were like rich people were super rich and poor people were super poor and rich old men could still say the n word in a movie uh, and it not and it be actually funny as a joke that like you're making fun of those characters without all that horrific baggage uh, to it and the movie kind of made Eddie Murphy a movie star he was he was an SNL guy before oh uh, I I think it's the movie he thought was going to make him a, a movie star. Beverly Hills star. Cop was the year after, right? Beverly Hills right, Cop made yeah, him a movie and, star. And what happened was it wasn't as big of a hit, I think, as it was supposed to be, or as, as much as he expected to be while quitting uh, SNL. And then, but Beverly Hills like picked up and it was huge. And, and then Golden Child hurt him because nobody liked well, it. Well, I like Golden Child. It's okay. But then he bounced right back with the uh, Brooklyn Vampire. Yeah. I, I like it. And, uh, you know, I hate Christmas. So there's not a whole lot of Christmas movies I fucking like. Trading places. Some very funny business. Moving on. On the ninth day of Christmas, our ballad brought to me. Santa. Well, it's only three syllables. It's kind of tough. But you did a very valiant effort there, sir. Thank you. When it came to holiday spirit... Look who's here. It's Santa. I'm on my lunch break, okay? Willie's never had it. It's not real. Well, it was real. I got sick and all the hair fell out. How'd you get sick? I loved a woman that wasn't clean. Mrs. Santa? No, it was her sister. Oh, no. So, yeah, Bad Santa. I love Bad Santa. Um, It's one of those gems. When I came across it, I was happy to see... Uh, for me, I like Dark Dark Christmas. I like dark holiday stuff. I like dark stuff in general, I guess. Um, and so things like Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale, which is a Finnish film about um, essentially catching Santa's elves and thinking it's Santa, and then eventually later Santa being this really mystical fucking crazy creature that's going to eat people um, and children. And then like other dark shit like Black Christmas, where you have like, uh, you know, um, you know the, 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 the call is coming from within the house. Ah! and all the sorority girls being killed off in that film. I like these dark Christmas movies, and one of the things I loved about Bad Santa was it felt like a, one of those dark Christmas films, but it was the first really 
intense R-rated dark comedy Christmas film that I I was at least attracted to. Um, and it, I mean, it was a movie about the most horrible, despicable human being, and they made him lovable because they made you love this fat retard. And like this kid who, yeah, like, I he was, he is literally tugging at your heartstrings, Forrest Gump style, the whole movie. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. See, everybody, a lot of people love Bad Santa. They think it's so funny, and they made a sequel 20 years later, and then everybody hated it. Uh, I, I, I watched it once in theaters, and I thoroughly disliked it. I disliked the, uh, the Billy Bob Thornton's character, and more importantly, I just found the movie to be so visually gross that I was off-put the other time. Things I do not like to look at. Obese black women, snot-nosed kids with literal snot running down their nose who are also fat. Yeah. Uh, Black fat black women talking about their poop and Again. and midgets. Yep. I don't like looking at midgets. So you don't like fat black women, midgets, and fat kids. You don't like fat. I, I don't, it's not that I don't <laughs> like them. I just don't like visually looking at them. Show me a pr- show me a nice sc- sunset. Show me a nice pretty bird, a nice flower. I like these things. They're all pretty to look at. Show me a snot nosed kid being retarded and having a, a, a dislikable alcoholic character yelling at him. Unless it's fucking super funny i uh, thought it was super funny i thought it was okay to yeah. funny and gross the whole movie was gross and if you i know you two are both you never fucked a girl up their ass but you don't want a woman when you're fucking her ass talking about their shit little mary going. jesus christ yeah baby yeah baby you ain't gonna shit right for a week i ain't gonna shit straight for a week that's yeah. gross <laughs> that is gross that's i don't disgusting. like that don't like yeah well Right I thought it was funny. I remember the, I've only seen it once. I remember it being funny. I haven't revisited it. But you know what? God damn it. I'm going to watch that fucking sequel soon. I haven't seen the sequel yet, and I don't I, really I, want to because I heard I it's not good. Watch it. I will never watch it. You know what's interesting about Bad I'll Santa is that the Coen brothers were originally going way, right? to direct the film. They didn't uh, end up directing it. I think they ended up helping writing the screenplay. But Bill Murray was originally going to be the bad Santa, and he passed on the role, and Billy Bob Thornton took it up. You know, Billy Bob Thornton was great, but uh, maybe Bill Murray might have been better. This holiday season, the naughtiest guy in town just might discover... He's a really sweet kid, isn't he? Yeah, I guess so. How to be nice. Good night, Santa. Good night, Mrs. Santa's sister. Bad Santa. I beat up some kids today, but it's for a purpose. It made me feel good about myself. You need many years of therapy. Cool. On the eighth day of Christmas, our Noli brought to me. Somebody's on the roof. Maybe it's Santa. Not now, Charlie. This Christmas, Scott Calvin's getting into the spirit the only way he can. Hey, you! Uh, 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 uh. By accident. Santa! You killed him! Did not. Oh, uh, when Tim Allen was a movie star. Oh, Remember that I, week? I saw this in theaters. It was a week. I saw this in theaters too. You know what? Uh, this is a great Christmas film. It is. It is. It's fun to watch. Tim Allen is enchanting. It's a good film. He's enchanting in this. Enchanting. I like Judge Reinhold talking about he's, how he wants to, to suck shave. a wiener. Yeah, 
He what? Yeah. He sucks a wiener? He talks about how he wants to suck on a wiener. That he wanted the wiener whistle so he can put his mouth over a wiener. It's weird. The he movie's about that in the movie? Judge, judge Reinhold does that. Yeah, Judge Reinhold. Bring me the judge. He won Bring the me Oscar the judge. <laughs> My name is Judge. Not the Judge Reinhold show from all those magazine ads. They're all over the place. Look at this. My name is Judge. Philk, why, why do you hate the Santa Claus? Elaborate. I just think, so any movie in which you're, you're, the twist is, <gasps> Santa Claus is real. The whole time, Santa Claus wasn't just made up. He was real. Holy huh? shit. And that's that, that's that's the big thing. It's like Tim Allen, you know, he he, he murders Santa accidentally. And then this he doesn't murder by, Santa by, by yelling at him, hey, or what, you know. All right, negligent manslaughter. He, he, he kills Santa through negligent manslaughter. The Santa goes down like a bitch. Do you know that scene? It comes back in the third film. Who who made it to the third film? I my kids. My I've seen it every. I see it. I've seen the first three. I've seen all three Santa Clauses multiple times. With Martin Short. The third one is their favorite. Oh God! Of course it is. The go, reason I don't go, like go it is because Santa Claus. If Santa Claus is real, then how come poor children get so many less presents than rich children? And also, how he doesn't come have parents, time for poor children. Also. Fuck you, Jewish children, apparently. Santa Claus just doesn't care. Santa Claus is a dick. And also, like, if he's real, then how come parents have to buy all the fucking presents? Like, what is he doing if he's breaking... If Santa Claus is coming to people's houses, then where the fuck... What, what is he doing? Because kids aren't getting additional presents. They're only getting it's the ones magic. that parents buy them. I, I hate Santa Claus because I was told my entire childhood that I was bad and I was misbehaving constantly. <laughs> But I grew up with kids who were who were, were less financially for a while less financially inclined than we were because we were we, it was a starter home you're gonna buy a new home so poor kids so I was told around Christmas even though these kids all year round I was told to be more like them see how they're well behaved they are see how they do good all the time but I was told be more like them but around Christmas when Christmas came I was like look at all the presents I got but they, they you know they got like oh I got like one action figure oh, I got a rock. I got a stick, you know, like they got shit presents. So I was told not to rub it in their face. That's rude. And I was like, but wait a minute. Santa Claus gives me the presents because I was good all year. But you say I'm bad all year and they're good. But you're telling me not to talk about the presents I got. And I was realized like Santa Claus isn't real. Jesus isn't real. What? The federal government can't what? be trusted. And I, I've been the dissident ever since. What? Yeah. I think I think uh, the Santa Claus uh, is an OK film. I like it. I'm glad it's on the list. I like the part where Tim Allen, in order to support his early days, uh, when he's in the Santa Claus movie, in order to support his early days as a stand-up comic, he was a side, on the side also a Coke dealer, and then he dealt to an undercover officer outside of one of the comedy clubs. And so in order to commute his sentence down to only one year in a minimum security prison, he ratted on all the people he was getting, uh, he was buying coke from his suppliers and they actually like managed to bust like a high in coke d deal so you know he basically uh got to be a star the rest of his life because he's a dirty rat with uh, no honor <laughs> and uh I, that's my favorite part of the movie the santa claus <laughs> that's a great great observation folk that's real johnny naughty very <laughs> nice <laughs> Veronica, very nice. The Santa Claus. You're a 1,200-year-old elf. You look pretty good for your age. Thanks, but I'm seeing someone in rapping. I love it. No, that was perfect. That was perfect. No, it was great. It was wonderful. Mm -hmm.
the seventh day of Christmas are felt that to me brought to me Scrooge Scrooge directed by Richard Donner seven o'clock psycho sees Santa's workshop and only Lee Majors can stop them in the night the reindeer die be here you can't show that commercial that thing looked like a, the Manson family Christmas special think I'm way off base yes you're you won't Love Scrooge. Love Scrooge. It's my favorite Christmas Carol movie, actually. I love meanness. Fuck, fuck the Muppets version. God damn it, I hate that version. Yeah, no, I hate the Muppets in general. The Muppets are fuck the Patrick Stewart creepy. version. Oh, what the fuck was that? Yeah, it's yeah and it's so dark. I just love how it gets even to, like when it does future Scrooge. Ghosts of Christmas, Pete Future. Yeah, Ghost of Christmas Future, yeah. and it's like that He's weird scary. '80s yeah. white like decoration and like set decor and like this like almost like it's shot in a museum. The way it's they incorporate awesome. video into it too, I, I really like that. Oh yeah, with his like little body, like, and I love I. So for me, the Muppets Christmas Carol, I remember thinking like, eh, it's not so scary. The George C. Scott one, I remember thinking like the same thing. The future part, not so scary. But I, when I saw Scrooge as a kid, oh, I remember yeah. being like, it was scary. whoa, that's fucking scary. When he opens it up and it's just like all the little demons inside of his little body. Oh, that's fucking got me, dude. I that, that and when uh, when uh, his uh, boss, is, the golf ball came out of his oh. head. Mm. Yeah. He also has, I think, a mouse pops out of his skull at one point, And then he shoves, even his boss shoves him out at one point out of the glass through like like Maybe magically. that's what it is. It's yeah. a PG movie, by the way. Uh, we were allowed to get away yeah. with shit back then. And he holds them over New York City like streets, like 90 stories up, and his arm is slowly breaking because it's made out of fucking just That's corpse right. dead That's body right. rotting. And it's just like horrifying to watch. There's even a scene earlier when Bill Murray's ha- freaking out after that ghost scene where he watches a waiter catch on fire. I watched it on Christmas Day last year. It holds up. It is paced very well. Frank Cross is more than the youngest network president in television history. Call security. Have them change his locks and toss him out of the building. Oh, he's fired? It's Christmas. Thank you. Call the county. Stop his bonus. The, basically, its interpretation of television is still more or less correct in that, you know, executives are assholes and the... Uh, you know, low-level editors making television at basements at two in the morning get fucked over by the executives who are told to make them work forever. It's like that's oh well, that was true in the '80s and it was true in 2008. It's it, it's kind of interesting how like it, that has not changed and its message that's hasn't life. changed. It's also one of Karen Allen's three movies that she's been in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it's she's really hot. It's, Hey, Bill Lumpy. Murray plays Scrooge, oh. the character of Ebenezer Scrooge, so well. I mean, he's original character, he's a, but he is a pseudo hey, Ebenezer Lumpy. Scrooge. Yeah, and he's he's fantastic at it. Like he brings this Bill Hi, Murray Lumpy. sense of like asshole. I don't give a fuck about you, and then just being like at the same time Hi, a accurate Scrooge character, like a like this dick, this fucking prick of a boss who deserves everything he gets and you love him though at the end yeah he's singing he's singing have a little what is it have a little faith in your heart song yeah uh and then he tells the audience to sing yeah uh everyone on the left no one but bill murray could have made that character work too yeah not that character i mean that character is like born and raised in Bill Murray yeah, and very we much. saw it birthed on screen. It was very, very beautiful. This holiday season, see Bill Murray get Scrooged. Love it. Hi, Lumpy. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you guys in on a little fucking secret. You guys ready? Yeah. What's going on? 
I've been drinking separately from two bottles of wine. <laughs> wow, two buck chuck. I am doing, doing a double bottles? bottle challenge to see how fucking drunk I can get. I am drinking two bottles of wine this night, bitches. <laughs> wow, oh that's fitting in. The whole game time, changing. there were two bottles changing. the entire time. I am possibly already the drunkest I have ever been in my life. You sound great. I you look great still. I seriously lost my mind in that traffic uh and and i was just like i'm gonna see how drunk i can get in one night i can barely the room's spinning already i feel horrible so i might not make it to the end of this on the sixth day of christmas our ballad brought to me In this modern age, Perfect. too many people have lost sight of the true meaning of Christmas. Mom! Hush! Shut up, Ralphie! I love it. It's seriously like one of my favorite films. It's probably, it's my most favorite, I would say, of like classical, traditional holiday Christmas films. I know that's cheesy to say. I know it's super cliche to say. No. I know it's very vanilla to say. But I really do love it. Um, there are perfect. a lot of other Christmas films it's I love perfect. that we are going to mention later. But for me... This would be like my number two, let's say. If you had a top five, it'd be your number two. Exactly. Yeah, it's or a top four. It's a really good movie. I have nothing bad to say about it. It's very I've already memorable parts. Talked about it on, on Hard Art Remakes, the fact that like it is it is a story of a child who is being beaten by his dad and abused abused by a bully uh at school, and he's dreams at, day and night about having a gun so he can shoot his teacher. That's right, Cool Boy Nation. Check it out. Hard bar, hard R remakes episode. Hard bar three. remakes. Hard bar <laughs> remakes. A Christmas Story. I love it. Um, one of the things I love about a Christmas Story. I just watched it again recently this holiday season. Is I like how it reminds me of even though the film is supposed to take place in the fifties or the forties or whatever the fuck it's supposed to take place. I I thought that it's like to me the closest thing to what I grew up with in the 80s. The idea that like you were, you know, focused around maybe a TV set but not a radio, but a TV set that like, you know, Christmas was practically the same in the 80s as it was in the 40s and the 50s it seemed. Very analog before this digital world we're in. Child abuse was a lot more common. And I feel like it's kind of like a love letter call back to the to the days of yore when I like, you know, was growing up with a Christmas. And I think it's the closest thing I could probably show the kids that what Christmas like is in the eighties that isn't like something like a fantasy film. That's weird, Ballard, because it's actually a movie set in the fifties, but it was made in the eighties, right? It was made in the eighties about yeah. the fifties. It feels like an eighties movie too. It's weird. Yeah. It does. It's like, it's like very the 80s. Uh, Asian stereotypes. Fa ra 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 totally a Christmas story. Christmas story. I mean, there's a reason it's played for 24 hours around Christmas. It's just a good time. Ballard. Poundies. Poundies. Cool Boy Nation, if you don't know, we are on the, the uh, sixth day of Christmas right now. We're halfway through, and one of our hosts, Felk, we may lose him soon. I don't well, we'll get through this, hopefully. He he is doing a wine bottle challenge by himself. He just revealed that it was two wine bottle no, challenges. No, people aren't like tuning in like all of a sudden, like an hour in. What yeah, are you doing right now? What? It's not like live TV? No. For those of you joining us right now midstream. 
Christmas are no your O face. Oh, my O face. Now I've seen it. I finally see it. I've been down here too long. It's time for me to ascend. From the sewers of Gotham, a new villain emerges. You didn't invite me. So I crashed! Hey, stud. Memory turns, and this is like Lethal Weapon, where Lethal Weapon, they're both set around Christmas time. I don't think Lethal Weapon's a Christmas movie because it has two scenes set within Christmas. There is a scene set within a Christmas tree lot, and a car drives through a Christmas tree at the end. But Christmas is not mentioned that much. In Batman Returns, Christmas is everywhere. Yeah. The opening scene's the lighting of the tree. Kind of like Iron Man 3 is like Lethal Weapon more so, I would say, than Batman Returns is more like training places. Yeah, Iron Man 3, though, takes place in Florida and Malibu is the problem. And there's only snow in the middle where he's like in middle America. Whereas yeah, Batman Returns, it's snowing the whole time. Yeah. They have lightings of Christmas trees. Love snowy Gotham. The, the penguin brings out uh, a Christmas present. And they, yeah, exactly. A winter villain. There's that yes. part in Dark Knight, in, in the end of Dark Knight uh, Rises, where like the the tumblers or the Batmobile ish God, are, are like, are, yeah, they leave the tracks, and that's all over Batman Returns, where the the tracks are being melted in the snow by the the flames at the back of the Batmobile. I love that image. I actually just watched Batman Returns again uh, a week ago. Um, it is there's some issues with it in the fact that like. There's only five sets in that entire movie. So much of that movie takes place in uh, press conferences in that town square set. Oh, totally. Batman, the first Batman was shot, I guess, in London. They actually used city streets. They're actually like the city feels big and they used. Yeah, they did. Right. I don't know, to be honest, but 1989's Batman looks like it's shot on sound stages to me. Returns feels much more confined in that there really is just like the city square set that has the city. There's Penguin's Lair. There's Penguin's Attic and the, the place below it. And then there's like Wayne Manor, which was completely different than the Wayne Manor in 1989's. Uh, huh. I remember that. I wonder if I, – I honestly don't know, but I wonder – if the budget went towards director and actor fees more, probably so more than, that, yeah, than than sets because back then Warner Brothers, I'm sure, didn't care as much about yeah. making a superhero film. It's really only Christmas at the beginning when it's the tree lighting in the that, very that's end. That's not true. And correct very. me if I'm wrong. At the end, the penguin's going to kill Max Shrek, and he says, or maybe Batman. And he's like, "Come on, have a heart. It's Christmas." Yeah. And, and anyway, that's he, and the, that's the penguin's plan says. is to steal yeah, Max Shrek. The Penguin's plan is to steal the firstborns on Christmas Eve. It's it's Christmas the whole time. Yeah. Christmas is happening. But the that's whole time. Passover. You're right, Nolan, and you're and you can even go further with saying like the idea of the way Catwoman quote unquote survives in the end is almost like her getting a second chance on Christmas because she uses all nine lives up in that film. If I'm not mistaken, no, no, she leaves she leaves two left before she she kills Max. She's down to three, or she's down to four. She has three left, and she gives up one. 
killing herself with, with Max and says, I may, I'll leave, I'll save one for, for next vacation or something. But I thought that, I thought the implication was, is that w- the electricity kills her once, but then the fire that burns everything down to the ground killed her the second time. But that's also believed to be why she escapes. But that, 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 the, the vague supernatural elements of Batman Returns is, is kind of always one of the weaker things about it. That said, the scene yeah. where she becomes Catwoman, that is very cinematic, oh, yeah. very Tim Burton, very cool. Oh, I love oh, that scene. Very Hello there to hell here. Yeah, incredible. I also want to say that that is a movie where Batman kills and smiles afterwards. Yeah, he... he oh, for sure. He, he doesn't just kill, he tortures to death, basically. He sets a guy on fire, too, with his Batmobile. He sets a guy on fire with the Batmobile? Yeah. yeah. Like, and he hands fuck? a guy a bomb and then kicks him down the manhole and then it explodes. Yeah. Merry Christmas, Master <laughs> Wayne. Merry Christmas, Alfred. And goodwill towards men and women. That's the end of the movie. In that shot when Catwoman rose up at the end with the music blaring, my dick as a fucking like nine year old, it might have been the biggest it ever been. Was it because her shoulders were moving and she was all like <sighs> getting into it? I, I will say when she's lying in the bed, Michelle Pfeiffer looks good. Oh yeah. Even oh, yeah. as a as a young boy, my my pubescent cock was rising. I am Catwoman. Here we go. Yeah. Just the pussy I've been looking for. Yeah. Rated PG. I think it's 13, but. No, it's PG. Falk's walking away, and the next one is his, so. He's coming back with Batman Returns, probably, to prove to you that it's. uh, It's PG PG 13. I'm telling you, it's PG 13. I'm guaranteeing it. Who was right? Who was right? Guaranteeing it's PG 13. I can't can't read it. It's PG 13. Yeah, I knew it was. It's fucking too dark. What was Batman? PG or PG-13? PG-13. They're both PG-13? Yes. I can't read it. There you go. Yeah, I PG-13. see it now. What year? What year was that? 91? 92? 92. 92. 92? Good year. Above Gotham looms its greatest hero. Yeah, I know about Batman's. Jesus, yeah, you know your Batman anthology, man. I'm oh, autistic. Boy. No, you're I'm not. I'm autistic. You're... We're all autistic. <laughs> no, you're not. On the fourth day of Christmas, our fellow brought to me Gremlins. Gremlins. Billy Pelser has a nice home. Billy, is that you? Yeah, Ma, it's me. A nice job. A nice girl. If you're not doing anything this Thursday night, maybe you'd like to uh, go out on a date with me? I'd love to. And loving parents who are about to give him... You're going to like this. No, 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 don't shake it. We're going to have to open it now. It won't wait till Christmas. The most unusual gift he ever got. What is it? No. It's your new pet. Gremlins is my second to first favorite Christmas movie. I don't like Christmas. Christmas sucks, and I think Christmas needs to be a little fucked up if you're going to make a good Christmas movie. And that's what makes Gremlins mm-hmm. so great. It's Norman Rockwell's Christmas. Everything's pitch perfect. Everything's pretty. Everybody's happy. There's kind of a bitch who goes to the bank now and then. She doesn't like dogs. But other than that little tiny conflict, everybody's pretty happy. Sure, there's one guy in town who has like PTSD from Vietnam and is borderline crazy. But um, other than that, everybody's happy friendly family 
It was Christmas Eve. I was nine years old. Me and Mom were, were decorating the tree, waiting for Dad to come home from work. A couple hours went by. Dad wasn't home. Mom called the office. No answer. Christmas Day came and went, and still nothing. Police began a search. Four or five days went by. Neither one of us could eat or sleep. Everything was falling apart. It was snowing outside. The house was freezing, so I went to try to light up the fire. And that's when I noticed the smell. Firemen came, broke through the chimney top, and me and Mom were expecting them to pull out a dead cat or a bird, and instead they pulled out my father. He was dressed in a Santa Claus suit. He'd been climbing down the chimney on Christmas Eve, his arms loaded with presents. He was going to surprise us. He slipped and broke his neck, died instantly. And that's how I found out there was no Santa Claus. And then there's gremlins and then they're biting hands and they're, they're fucking fucking shit up. But there are a few things to keep in mind. If you expose it to the light, you may hurt it. If you get it wet, it will multiply. All that from water? They got wet? Yeah, plain water. And most important, no matter how much they beg, never, never let them eat after midnight. Because when they do, they change. There's a flasher gremlin and everything. No, yeah, no. I mean, yeah. it's highly implied that when you, the camera's not on them, that one or two gremlins might rape a woman. Or, sure. yeah, I imagine the they gremlins are dicks. fucking I don't each know other, that honestly. Works, but. I think they're fucking each other, and maybe they have dicks that are like lipstick dicks. Maybe. It's a weird movie. They come out. I mean, that's a movie that like they keep trying to remake in this day and age. I Wrong. don't know if it would work. No, you I like go... Gremlins too. Do you guys like Gremlins too? I, I love, love Gremlins, Gremlins too. too. But Gremlins, Gremlins too is, is a amazing. total inversion of Gremlins. It is a parody of itself, and that's what makes. It I love they're it make, though. They're making fun of themselves. Yeah. I love it. It's so great. See, if we got Gremlins today, would you guys CG? fuck sexy Gremlin chick? No, of course. Um, yeah, no, those there were DSLs in my face. I would have stuck my dick right in there and just. Felk, would you? Felk would have done it. If I'm doing it, Felk's Felk, doing it. Felk said he didn't, I think. Felk, would you? Yeah, he's a liar. Felk, answer the question. Felk, I'm going to throw up, guys. Yeah, he might puke. Oh, no. Oh, no. Take us with you when you puke. Mm-hmm. Please do. Um, the, this might happen. USB won't reach. I love gremlins. I, th- I, 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 would you yeah. fuck the sexy gremlin chick? Um, I love grim- gremlins. And I think that <laughs> if as soon as yeah. you as soon as you see a CG gremlin, it's wrong. It's just immediately oh, breaks totally. all of it. I it's totally be, agree the fact you. that they are mostly puppets, occasionally what stop gremlin motion. Are you talking about that CG, the electrical? One? If they reboot, if they reboot it, no, no. If they and reboot they it, if they and rebooted they it, you would see a CG gremlin like and they walking around and shit. You 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 know the the fact that like the the first reveal of of, of the gremlins like the little handprint. That's such a little detail on the on the record player. It's on the on the dust is like, and then you see the full one, and it's obviously a puppet, but it it feels alive in a way that 
even in fucking 2017, CG is not, it just cannot do. Like, the only way you could possibly remake that is to do it with, say, like, all right, practical effects only. And uh, that's what makes it, the, the gremlins feel alive in a way more than, like, than anything else has. Who doesn't want a little mogwai? Wouldn't you love to oh, give your mogwai? mogwai? It's all I want for Christmas every year. I'm a fucking mogwai. Gremlins, directed by Joe Dante. They'll be expecting you. When, when fucking Gizmo gets in the Barbie car and drives around yeah. and has to take down Stripe, oh, count me in. Yeah, that's the only part that doesn't quite make sense, but you, by that point, you just what? go with it. Yeah, I, I, went with it. I went with it the second thing. Because a remote control car the- wouldn't be controllable by the little steering wheel. It doesn't really I love it. I didn't even think about that. that. But doesn't, who cares? Because you're, you're in it at that point. It's a great film. Our Ballard brought to me Krampus It's the most wonderful time of the year With those holiday greetings and gifts Krampus is fun it this is, is an actually a film I've movie. never seen. I've never seen it. Oh, Krampus is... So I saw Krampus last year for the first time, and it immediately became a holiday classic for me. It is Dark Christmas. Like I've been saying, I love Dark Christmas. It's arguably darker I love than Gremlins. It's a horror movie. It's. I think it's R-rated. I'm not sure. It's R-rated. I, I think... And it, it doesn't need to be. Um, I, I definitely, at some point, when my kids are like 10, yeah. I will show them Krampus. Um... It's it sounds great. too much like a fucking dark asshole to me. There's a lot of dark assholes <laughs> in Krampus. Um, Krampus is starts off with like just the epitome of Christmas movies and the Christmas season and the Christmas flavor. I mean, everything in it just reeks the high heaven of of Christmas made out of like cost plus pottery barn martha stewart like all of that they even say martha stewart in the movie and then it's even like remnants of like christmas specials like having like you know oh the bitchy aunt you know that nobody wants to see or it even has things like you know cousin eddie in the and what is david keckner i think's character if i'm if i'm saying his name right um but then everything goes to shit when krampus evil santa claus shows up and brings his minions which are like the best things about Christmas they're now hate creepy. you. They're they're like they're dark. I mean, they're, they're evil gingerbread men. They're kind of evil cute. teddy bear, evil robot toy, evil Jack in the Box, evil fucking angel on top of the tree. The angel's creepy. Oh, it's fucking crazy. And and these characters are like these really like real practical. Everything is practical yeah. except the gingerbread men. And then they bring I'm in sure the elves. I'm sure some scenes of Krampus jumping from house to house had to be CG, but like I was very impressed by the the amount of, uh, of practical effects in the movie. Uh, Krampus jumping from house to house, absolutely, yeah, that's CG. But otherwise, Krampus, when he was up close and personal camera, it looked like a real effect. Yeah. Um, it even Nolan, it has that real. I mean, because it's practical, it looks fake, kind of never-ending story look to it. You know, like. It looks good that way. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's clearly a, a a giant robotic mass character that almost looks like it's out of Fifth Element. But um, I love it because they, they went for it. Um, flaw is tonally it doesn't quite work, whereas Gremlins feels consistent the whole way through. Krampus gets – okay, mild spoiler. 
Gremlins never kills any kids. Krampus fucking kills kids. It kills teenagers. If it, it, it is, it is harsher and brutal and a little more violent. And because of that, like the cute, like dark comedy stuff, occasionally the actual like horror elements, they go into like that Saul territory of like, it's a little too disturbing. So it, tonally, it's not quite perfect like gremlins is perfect tonally whereas krampus is, is just a little too dark in places so the comedy doesn't quite work but that said it's it flaws but it, as somebody who loves gremlins it is a perfect homage and i love one detail is that david keckner plays you know like a fucking redneck gun nut i love any movie tremors included where uh redneck gun nut ends up kind of being right like oh you needed those guns oh, those guns come in handy you packed guns on Christmas. Always be prepared, Boy Scout. It's kind of heavy. Yeah. It's Linda's. For sure. And, and, and that's a great point to like not only his character, but a lot of characters in this film. The characters in this film are smart. Yeah, they're not stupid. Um, and, and, and they do smart things. They do the type of things in a horror film because this is supposed to be a horror film um, as well as it is a holiday film. Uh, but they do smart things like they when you think to yourself watching a horror film like oh I hope this character does you know such and such no, they, do. they actually are then act, enacting yeah. such they and set such up Keckner's character as like being like the dumbass will do the dumb thing and he never really does he actually is is rational and inspired with his guns and and is when he does something reckless it's just to fucking save his kid being eaten by a monster so it's like. It all kind of makes sense. No, it's uh, absolutely yeah. It's a very and it's enjoyable tied movie. into the trick or treat world as well, uh, which is Michael Doherty. I think his name is that Michael yeah. Doherty, the guy who's doing Godzilla two or Godzilla King of Monsters. King of Monsters, yeah. Um and uh, and probably Godzilla treat, versus King Kong too. Possibly, uh, trick or treat and uh, Krampus are actually the same universe. Yeah, and that, yeah. um, it's kind of like a nice little homage he tied into it, and, and it's great. Both films are great. He's done both the holidays. <laughs> St. Nicholas is not coming this year. Instead, a much darker ancient spirit. Those are hooves. Elk or goat? What kind of goat walks on its hind legs? His name is Krampus. I would give them both five out of five boys. I'd give it a solid four to four and a half. And no one wants to wrap up because he hasn't seen it. <laughs> Second day of Christmas, Arnoli brought to me. Home alone. Welcome aboard flight 1275 to Paris, France. I have a terrible feeling. About what? That we didn't do something. Wow, now you feel that way because we left in such a hurry. Do we set the timers on the lights? Mm-hmm. Did you lock up? Yeah. Did you close the garage? That's it. I forgot to close the garage. That's it. No, that's not it. What else can we be forgetting? Kevin! Ah! I read an article recently about how Kevin might might be autistic, and I I don't buy it. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a series you can see online that's about like what happened to Kevin McAllister yeah, many yeah, years yeah. later. He's like some kind of Uber driver or something like that. I would say Home Alone is the only film that could make a the eight year old or ten year old in all of us wish that people would invade our home so we could fuck them up. Oh yeah, absolutely. I love. I oh man, drop a paint can on them. 
fucking make him step on some glass with their bare feet. I love how he like Rube Goldberg his ways through like all these things and it just works out perfectly. It's except, wonderful. Except it's if he broke into my house, I would be like, all right, I'm going to get an a- HIV infected needle. I'm going to put oh, that right underneath. You have those hanging around? <laughs> yeah, I'll, 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 I'll go. I'll drive I'll drive down the skid row. 50 bucks, I'll get one. Put, put In the right middle house. of someone doing this, if someone's breaking your house, you're like, hang on. I'm going to go to skid row. He has like HIV infected needle. He had like 48 hours of prep time. I mean, they, 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 they montage it, but you don't know exactly how long he had for a prep. Yeah. He had time. He, I also love that half his things would actually kill a person. Yeah. Half his oh, yes. Oh, oh and yeah. And when, we got to, when we got to Home Alone 2, which I think should definitely be on our list, but, you know, we could only do one Home Alone. 100% of those things would kill somebody. My favorite part is where he, um, Daniel Stern, he incapacitates him, and, and, and then uh, he he puts like he binds him down and ties him up and then he pulls down his pants and he grabs up this like big silver dildo and then he just jams it up daniel stern's asshole and then he goes do you give up now are you thirsty for more and then he (laughs) then he uh you know slices through uh uh, joe pesci's achilles tendon and he gets uh, the pair of uh, hedge clippers and he settles his spinal cord and he's then he's like breaks all his teeth and just jams his cock all the way and he goes with no teeth there's no reason to Stop fucking you. It's really a weird movie. Um, <laughs> I don't remember that part. Uh, that was the deleted scenes or something, right? Yeah. I may have thinking of a movie I watched at Charlie Sheen's house once. I don't know. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, I think I think Home Alone is the... Uh, I think it's one of those films you'll show your kids for years. It's, it's just... It brings something out of you as a child. You're just like, yes, I want to defend my home. I want to shoot a BB gun into someone's face. I want them to come through my house and step onto uh, ornaments. I want to throw paint cans in their face. I just want to fuck people with blowtorches. It's it's a fun film. I mean, you could watch the last half hour over and over again. Great times. No, let's face facts. The old man who doesn't talk to his whose son doesn't talk to him anymore because something he's a chi- happened. He's a child molester. He clearly he's a child molested molester. his son, right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, totally. And in the movie, they hug. <laughs> At the end of the movie, they come back together. There's I so- always thought there was like something else going on, but oh, so that's it. I thought his son was probably like just gay or something. His wife. You see his. You see his wife. No, he clearly molested. Is him. is it really his wife or is it like a best friend? I don't know. Stay tuned for my remake titled Homo Alone. <laughs> Kevin's gonna get in some feisty activities when those burglars come up his butt. Oh, oh Kevin. Hello. He shoots Daniel Stern in the face with a BB gun, right? If you get shot point blank with a BB gun, it would it would go through your eye, right? Yes, he could have killed He's, him, but he throws the bricks film, from th- like three stories up in a guy's head. That would kill somebody. In the second film, he throws him down like three stories flat under their back, and they, they don't suffer any like massive spinal damage or severation. Like, you guys, or, or, like, you guys, you guys seen Girl with a Dragon Tattoo? When yeah. she when she tasers the guy and then you know rapes him with the dildo and then tattoos rapists on his chest, I was like, yeah. oh, she's a fan of Kevin McAllister. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. I mean, we got to say Marv <laughs> and... Oh, I love Marv. I love the Wet Bandits. He was going to bite Kevin. He was going to bite a child's fingers off. Harvin, Ma- Marvin Harry. Marvin Harry. The Sticky Bandits, the Wet Bandits, whatever the bandits are. No, no, they're Sticky Bandits. In, uh, no, the Wet Bandits in the first movie, Sticky Bandits in the second movie. Because their yeah. pussies are so wet. They, and they're so sticky They are superhuman. The they survive many things that would kill all of us in an instant. 
They're yeah, fucking he, superhuman. Doesn't he like burn one of their heads in one of the movies too? Oh, in the first one, yeah. No, it, first he one. kills them multiple times. They keep coming back for more. They're, they're the they the they keep coming ba- back for more. <laughs> greatest band this world's ever seen. No, he throws. Uh, he has the paint can. He throws the paint can down, and the paint can hits him in the face. And, and, and that the, would kill you. You know, but in Home Alone two, he throws the paint. He throws can. a pipe. He he throws the paint can. Yeah, and they're like, oh, we knew that we expected that from the first movie, and they dodge it, and then he fucking throws that giant metal pipe down, and it just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It so. weighs like three hundred pounds. More yeah, probably even. They're dead. Yeah, is it? Aren't child sociopaths funny? Yeah. Do you guys give up? Are you thirsty for, for more? more? Cock. I still laugh every time when they pop their head through the doggy door and he just goes, hello. What fucking finally <laughs> defeats Daniel Stern? What fucking finally is too much for him? He puts a tarantula gently on his face. It's like you'd have severed, you'd have severed bones and fucking broken spines and shit. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. oh, but not a bug on my face. <laughs> Which one does he burn his face with an iron? Is that that's Daniel Stern. One? That's Daniel Stern. That's one. That's yeah. one. Because he pulls it. He pulls the uh, light. The light switch, and then like the iron falls down the laundry chute. If I'm them in the second one, and you threw a brick three stories up and hit me in the head and almost killed me, I'm checking out. You guys give up, or you're thirsty for more. <sighs> I'm God, gone. Yeah, no, Kevin McAllister's a dick. You know what, Macaulay Culkin? I'm glad you got addicted to heroin. Um, He's not his character, Jake Lloyd. Remember Jake Lloyd. <laughs> Day of Christmas, our felk brought to me Die Hard. The best of all Christmas films. The greatest the Christmas film ever made. Greatest Christmas film the, ever made. The only Christmas film to ever watch every holiday season. It's Christmas Eve in LA. California. Well, we'll see what Santa and Mommy can do, okay? A New York cop, John McLean, has come to see his wife. Instead, he's going to have to save her. Sit down. Within this skyscraper high above the city, 12 terrorists have declared war. Who said we were terrorists? <laughs> 33-year-old man with a receding hairline <laughs> defeats Germans <laughs> who are trying to steal money from an Is he 33 man. in that movie? He's 30, I think 30, yeah. God And he it. was doing that film while um, like uh, actually moonlighting and filming. Moonlighting. Oh, wow. Yeah. I like how you tied that together. Nothing's wrong with Die Hard. It's the perfect fucking film. Uh, yeah. The only thing not as good as Die Hard is Die Hard 2. I think, no. I think they're are very few films you can label as perfect, yeah, and I think three. most are under contention. I think you can easily say Seven is a perfect film, but I can also think you can say Die Hard is Die a perfect film. Die Hard is a perfect sure. film. And There's it nothing is, wrong it, with it. It is the epitome of action movies. Um, it is also the epitome of a holiday film. You have guys who are essentially trying to ruin Christmas by stealing all this money and then having somebody not only save the day and therefore saving Christmas – but also winning his wife back and his family back in the end. And then instead of snow, paper falls like snow. It is a gorgeous white Christmas in Los Angeles, California. Yeah, I mean, yeah what else is there to say? Die Hard is the perfect Christmas film. It is, it's perfect. Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? You 
Hey, motherfucker. Who was the cinematographer? Oh, John DeBont. Yawn. John DeBont. Oh, yeah, it was John DeBont. Yon That's DeBont. right. His cinematography, like, he, he, he was, you know, European guy. And Die Hard has a ton of lens flares. It has very oh, yeah. before its oh, time yeah. cinematography. Oh, um, yeah. it, it definitely, like, that is not how action movies looked in 1988. Made for $28 million, and Fox managed to write off the building of their own building because they put it into the budget of a movie. Love that. Oh, That's he did awesome. Shining, Thru- uh, Shining Through. Good movie if you guys have never seen it. We're talking about Yonda Bond's fucking cinematography? Uh, yeah. yeah. Lethal Weapon hard. 3. Huh? Black Rain. It is weird that Lethal Weapon 3 actually looks like a diehard film. Yeah, that's crazy. Lots of lens flares. Lots, Lots of, of lens, lens flares. That's true. Le- Lethal Weapon 3, honestly, is the best shot of all the Lethal Weapons. That's kind of funny that now you think about that. Like all the Think of all the iconic shots from Lethal Weapons 1 and 2, and 4 even, if you want. Rest in peace, Alan Rickman. But can you think of the oh, iconic shots of Lethal Weapon 3? You're one of them. I got like four right off the top of my head. I, can I got think four of shots off the top of my head. I've got, Name I've got running down the subway. Oh, I've got great. airplane taking off in the background. What the fuck are you talking oh, about? Great. I've got... Coming through the smoke. None of these oh, scenes yeah. are in Die Hard. On the I've got mm. falling off the freeway oh, directly falling. on his back. Oh, Wait, yeah, what movie shot. are you talking about? Lethal Weapon 3? Lethal Weapon 3. Why the you... best Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> we debated whether or not Lethal Weapon could be on this list, and we said no. No, the we three. said actually at the beginning of this, I said yes. In any film like Lethal Weapon or Iron Man 3, because I was hinting at Batman Returns in Die Hard. I think Lethal Open 3 clearly takes place in June of 1996 in Los Angeles. Yeah, it does. It's a heat wave. <laughs> it's always a heat wave. Crime wave, heat waves. We love crime waves. We love heat waves. Uh, does anyone have anything else on Die Hard besides being like the greatest Christmas movie of all time? You want to, all right, let's do, a, let's do a quick quiz. Quick quiz. Less than, less than 60 seconds. Less than 60 seconds. I'm quizzing you guys. This is okay. why Die Hard is the greatest Christmas movie of all time. Arguably the greatest action movie of all time, if not one of them. Name the movies. Die Hard on a Battleship. Oh, under Siege. Under Siege. Die Hard on a Commercial Plane. Second Decision. Passenger 57. Passenger 57. Die Hard on the President's Plane. Air Force, Air Force one. one. I'm winning battle. Die Hard on a Bus. I said Air Force One. Speed. Die Hard on Alcatraz. I can't even hear him. I'm not even the hearing rock. the quiz anymore. Die, Die Hard on in, in the White House. I'm not even hearing the quiz. I'm out. Murder. <laughs> no, no. Uh, what is it? I, I'm going to go There's pee. two. There's two. Die Hard in the White House. There's two. Oh, Olympus has fallen. I'm winning, Ballard. What's the other one? Olympus has fallen. There's another one. White House down. White House down. White House down. I said that already. Oh, okay. I, just the fact that, like, and there's more, too. Like, the fact that, like, just, uh, we'll just do Die Hard on, Die Hard, Die Hard in a, in a, sta- in a hockey stadium. Oh, sudden impact. Sudden death. Sudden death. I'm winning, Ballard. Yeah, yeah. Left, by the way. <laughs> he couldn't I, handle. I didn't even do Die Hard on a train. So much. That was under siege too. Dark territory. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like that. That that's why it's great is because they just you could just like oh let's just do that with this location. Let's this location like Die Hard reinvented the action movie by by being like let's take a, a known location and make it into like a setting it was, for an action movie. And it was very much set at. Did Ballard time, leave Christmas because he Eve. couldn't hear the the the, the quiz? <laughs> yes, he was very upset. He left. He was upset that he lost. Oh well. All right. back. Ballard Nolan won. Are we done? <laughs> Are we done yet? Yeah. What who won? Nolan won? Ah yeah. uh... <laughs>
<laughs> Way to get him, Noli. I was counting on you, he big gets guy. He a rim job. This is, that's my present to everyone. Yeah. Phil, yeah. you've never given up these rim jobs. I don't even believe they exist anymore. He's an easy guy to like. Come out to the coast. We'll get together. Have a few laughs. And a hard man to kill. Bruce Willis. Die hard. Got invited to the Christmas party by mistake. Who knew? All of this eggnog I am drinking is really making me hot and bothered. So hot that my dick is sweating and my ass is leaking. What is my ass uh -oh. leaking? I don't know. Oh, wait, this is an eggnog and my delicious <laughs> reindeer semen. Even better now with less calories. Oh, my God. But what's the fat content? The calories aren't all that matters. I know I look my best for Christmas Day. Would any of you cool boys want to try some? Yes, please. Fantastic. <laughs> Let's all have a sip before we start talking some bodies. <laughs> Yummy. All systems ready. Three, two, one. I found out walking with this girl. Talking bodies. Talking Bodies. Oh, yeah. As always, Talking Bodies has us discussing the wonderful world of mega hotties and super babes. And Cool Boy Nation, to enhance your body experience, I suggest strapping on that hard drive and whipping out that keyboard because we're going to go Googling for some sweet bodies, but some even sweeter. And bigger dongs. I just realized whipping out that keyboard is like whipping out your dick. Yeah, what does this mean? I don't know. I've been just like Louis C.K. did. Oh yeah. Hey now it is time to pick our top three bots from a specific show, movie, franchise, or era. And this week's segment will obviously be from Christmas. So this segment is called Santa Babies. These will be Good women title. like Reese Witherspoon from. What was that? Four Christmases. Lauren Graham from Bad Santa. Ugh. Charlize Theron from Reindeer Games. Phoebe <laughs> Cates from Gremlins. Mm. Zoe Deschanel from Elf. Mm. Kira Knightley. Alicia Cuthbert. January Jones. Shannon Elizabeth. Denise Richards from Love Actually. And there's actually many, many, many more women to pick from, and all kinds of other like terrible uh, Christmas films, like Jessica Biel. I think was in some film a long time ago. Elizabeth Elizabeth Banks was in Fred Claus. Oh, uh, Beverly D'Angelo from Christmas Vacation, Gabrielle Union from Perfect Holiday, Connie Nielsen from The Ice Harvest. And trans pioneer Jamie Lee Curtis could be on this list. Michelle Pfeiffer from Batman Returns, Ooh. Kristen Davis from Deck the Halls, Elizabeth Mitchell from The Santa Claus 2 and Santa Claus 3, Donna Reed from It's a Wonderful Life, Jenny McCarthy from Santa Baby. Well, if not, if, that's not really a movie. Santa Baby. Kate Winslet from The Holiday, Michelle Monaghan from Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Jessica Biel from I'll Be Home for Christmas. So, gentlemen, what girls do you like? Alicia Cuthbert is my favorite thing to fuck. I also like Shannon Elizabeth. I also would like to fuck the retardation out of Denise Richards. Because um, she's retarded. This wouldn't be their prime. This would be in the, sh in the state they were when they were in the Christmas holiday special, whatever it was. 
This is all their primes, pretty much. Denise Richards was a little bit on the way out when she filmed her scene from Love Actually. You know who wasn't? You know who was perfect in the 1980s? Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates is my number one. She's perfect. I love Michelle her. Pfeiffer is technically on this list in her prime during <laughs> Batman Returns. She looks yeah. very good in Batman Returns, but Michelle Pfeiffer's she's okay. She's at best. Charlize Theron would be Reindeer Games, so she's a little chubbier in Reindeer Games than she is now. My pick yeah, is Bonnie Bedelia is number than... one. Bonnie. Oh, Bedelia. Holly Gennaro. Yeah. Why? So, why? Yeah. Why was Charlize Theron a little chubbier in the nineties? Charlize Theron has a great look. Across the board, whether she's chubby or not. I want to fuck Michael Keaton and Jack Frost. Well, it, I love how that movie's title is just like totally random. Where Gary Sinise just brings up, "Who's playing these reindeer games?" What the fuck is rain is is um Rudolph about? He's a he's a reindeer. Okay, so that's what you guys were talking about with this Yukon Cornelia shit. Yeah, Rudolph yeah. the that was reindeer. Rudolph. We, we're way off topic. Fuck, here, but Rudolph. yeah, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Is um if is a, okay. a special from like the sixties or some shit. That's why yeah. I hated it. Because okay, the point of Rudolph is if you're different, and I was different, if you're different, that's okay. Because as long as there's a, a an uncontrollable event that occurs in which you're different, it, your difference is beneficial to the people who mocked you, then they'll accept you. That's a fucked up concept to be pushing on children no goddamn wonder they don't show that special anymore they still show it every year no they don't they do Phil, they still America. show it and of, and you are absolutely right i maybe I in canada where you live a few years ago and i saw the exact same thing you just hinted at and i went this is a fucked up story like it's essentially yeah if you're different shun you santa says at times like rudolph you better get that fucking red nose and check or you can't be around here yeah like, it, it is a horrible message Santa is a horrible character. If you want it to be dark and you want to watch it because it's dark, it's wonderful. No. If you want to watch it because it's holiday good fun, it is fucked up. And it is a world about if you are different, fuck you, you're different, and let's fucking shame you. Yeah. And we'll shame you until you finally fit into our version of society, and then we'll accept how you're different just when we like, finally ridicule you and utilize you the way you are needed. Just like society did to autistic children until computers were a, a necessary part of infrastructure, and then it's like, oh, they, now we need your red nose to invent Facebook, so we'll accept right. you. Right. Right. Hot chicks and big tits, guys. Hot chicks, big tits. Um, I hey. think Charlize in her prime. I think Phoebe Cates in her their prime in her prime. And um I guess if I had to pick between the Love good. Actually crew, I would say Alicia Cuthbert is amazing in her prime. Shannon Elizabeth's amazing in her prime. January Jones is amazing. I don't know if she's better than Alicia or Shannon. So I would say, what do you guys like out of those four? I like the fat girl Colin Firth fucks in love actually. Yeah, Nolan. <laughs> Obese wins again. Uh, um, Kira Knightley uh, in Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh man, she is oh, so beautiful. Really, no, I can't do. I can't do Kira. Kira is a no go for me. In the yeah. second Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, Kira Knightley's character stows away on a pirate ship by pretending to be a boy, and I know it's a movie with like ghost pirates and and, and monsters, but she's believable. Like is there, it Caribbean or Caribbean? Caribbean, I say. Uh, you you can you you Caribbean. can believe her passing for a fourteen year old boy. 
if she's oh, your she's hot so girl, beautiful. you shouldn't she's be so able beautiful. to. No, no, no. When they upgraded to uh, Penelope Cruz in the fourth one, I was like, no. oh, a woman who looks like a woman. That's a good choice for your movie. I think Keira Knightley has a beautiful face. I don't care much for the body. That's unless, fair enough. The, yeah. Unless you're into 14 year old boys bodies, because that's what she's got. Alicia Cuthbert is my number one on this list. I oh, think. yeah. No, I no. could put her there. I could easily put her at number one. Kim. Especially in that movie we're talking about, uh, Love yes. Actually. Well, Love Actually was her prime. Yeah. That's like, and Shane Elizabeth, that's Chloe, her prime. She that's not your baby. That cowboy hat you can't bring a boots. baby to work, Chloe. Yeah, so so I would come say on, Shane Elizabeth yeah. is my number two as well. Twenty four. Yeah. Come on, you have yeah. to fucking react to that. that you do twenty four. That was, that was what she did reacting. for six episodes of the third season. <laughs> Chloe, you can't just bring a baby to work. Chloe, I, is that I, even I, your tw- baby? Like what the <laughs> twenty four is such a great show, and I have no idea where it went because I stopped watching it. I love you, Alicia Cuthbert. You're pretty. Yeah, and if you want to throw January Jones on there too, I'm fine with that. Those are solid three chicks I'm down with. So you don't like Chubby Charlize at all, huh? Not in, not in the movie we're talking about. Charlize now, uh, I've I've seen her naked in Rainier Games. It never impressed She's me. Not that great in that movie. Yeah. You know what I love? You know what yeah. I, my 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 sexiest Charlize Theron is that Jador ad where she's walking around in that gold dress and she's just taking it all, all the gold and they're taking the dress off as she goes. You're to the wrong. Bath. She looks the hottest in Monster. <laughs> I also, guys, she won her Oscar she, for Monster. She, she's now in her 40s and she's still single. That says Oof. something. Something's not right about her. So she's sexy and she is right on. I don't know. I don't know. I think Charlie Theron is putting down what I am picking up. She's asexual. Mm. She's asexual. As long as Zoe Deschanel's not on this list, I'll be happy. You know what? The funny thing is, is Zoe Deschanel and Elf as a blonde, as a fake blonde. I guess she's a fake blonde in that movie. I don't know if she's a real blonde in real life. I think she's a real brunette. She looks like a real brunette. But as a fake blonde in Elf, she looks pretty fucking hot. I don't like her whole thing. Whatever she has going on, I don't like it. It's called a dorkability. It's different. It's different in Elf. It's tuned down a lot. But... I don't need her on the list. Who's that girl? It's Jess. So we're definitely banging Alicia Cuthbert. We're definitely banging Shane Elizabeth. Who's at number three? Um, I think uh, Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates in her prime, number three. Because Gremlins is the same time as Fast Times at Richmond High. She's 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 great in uh, in in in, in uh, Fast Times. Folk loves her too. You guys can have I her. I love That's Phoebe Cates. You don't like Phoebe Cates? Yeah, she doesn't do it for me. That's fine. Right. Is she the 80s Zoe Deschanel for you? Kind of, yes. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because she could be. But she doesn't sing like Zoe does. Zoe's got a great Christmas album, by the way. I don't know if Phoebe Cates, though, is better than January Jones. If I had Phoebe Cates and January Jones in a lineup and someone was like, which one do you want? I guess yeah, I would go January, January Jones. Jones. So, yeah. So, I think it goes... Alicia Cuthbert, <laughs> Shannon Elizabeth, January Jones. Sounds good to me. That's a perfect list. Perfect list. Nolan, is that the list you said at the very beginning of this? It is, I think. Attaboy. Nolan, just say you love that dog three times. There's another thing I'm more right about besides the best tits, the skinniest tits, and the most beautiful faces. It's dicks. Love that dog. Love that Mary. Kiss my ass, dog. Love that fucking Christmas, dog. Ding, dong, ding, dong, 
Wish you a merry, merry Christmas. Wish you a merry, merry Christmas. All right, folks, you heard it. It's Love That Dog. That means it is time to name three celebs and guess who has the biggest dick and why. And this episode segment is called Ding Dongs. So that would be Grinch, Jack Frost, and Hans Gruber. These are all dicks towards the holiday season, the Scrooges, if you would. So, gentlemen, please click the links for Grinch, Jack Frost, and Hans Gruber, and tell me who has the biggest dick and why. Is that actually... Oh, God. Uh, okay. Grinch, Grinch's dick apparently is his, his own body. He has the second body. It's his dick. That's disturbing. Where did you oh. find this? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, Jack Frost, come on. You're letting it all hang out there, buddy. What's Jack so Frost doing? What the fuck Jack is that? Frost I thought Jack is... Frost was the snow band that Michael Keaton played. He, he no. is, but um, that's also the Jack Frost character from the children's film uh, Guardians Legends of the Gahuli. Not that one. It's the other one. Yeah, that's it's like Al. Guardians. That's Owls. Yeah, yeah. Cool Boy Nation, in this picture, Jack Frost is uh, bending over, showing us his bright red asshole. Wait, Bauer, you got kids. You, you show your kids that fucking Rise of that the Guardians. It's, it's Jack Frost from Rise of the Guardians. No, no, the, owl, the Zack Snyder Owl movie. You, you, make, you watch that movie? Yeah, I've seen it, yes. Is it good? Uh, it's not bad, yeah. I think we've already talked about this. On, I think it was in, Actually, we talked about this in our very first episode, episode two. Um, wait, wait that's about, Alan Rickman there? That looks like Donald Trump. Jumping. It does look like that? Donald Trump. No, that's uh, that's Alan Rickman apparently from a wide shot. Rest in peace, Alan Rickman. I'm sorry yeah. you're dead. It's just the British, the the, okay, the European mentality of just having more bush the better. I, I don't like that. Okay, guys, guys, and I've supplied you with a brand new Grinch link, something a little bit more appropriate. Oh God, I don't want to click on any more dicks. I'm tired of having to talk about the dicks every. <laughs> Obviously, only Nolan is the one who wants to talk about dicks every episode. You it's like it, some Grinch is packing some heat. Oh, man. it's dripping. Yeah, it, <laughs> these two links you provided for the Grinch, he's definitely packing a huge <laughs> rod. That's how quick I can find these photos. Mem- remember, <laughs> type, I type in Grinch nude penis, and according that came to outhouse.com, whites have like five inch dicks, Native Americans have like two or three inch dicks black guys have 17 inch dicks but green grinch monsters they didn't account for those they don't account for them i think grinch is definitely winning uh jack frost he was putting it on that that jack frost you provided for us has a very big cut yeah i don't know the fuck this thing jack frost to me is a snowman who's either like warm-hearted and played by michael keaton or he rapes shannon elizabeth in a bathtub well, Felk, I think then what you need to do is go and check the new Jack Frost link because it might give you a little bit more clue to Jack Frost from the film, children's film, Rise of the Guardians. That's the oh, tooth God. fairy that is pleasuring Jack Frost's enormous engorged penis. I hope Google puts you on a list for Googling that. Yeah. So this Jack Frost <laughs> It'll is put saying, us on a list because I'm doing it through tooth. the cool boys. You're good. Yeah, and we all log into that. He he has nice fucking white pubes. Very nice. Very but nice. no ball hair. I love it. Jack Frost. Yeah. I'm still going with Grinch's having the biggest dick out of these three. I don't want to look at these photos anymore. I'm going, I'm closing them. You Grinch heard wins. it, folks. That's it. Grinch wins. He Grinch has the largest penis out of all of these ding dongers. 
Cool Boy Nation, tell us about any of your most loved or hated 12 films of Christmas. Also, if you have any questions or any more insight into our 12 films of Christmas, then let us know. See how fast I can do this. I'm going to do this as quickly as possible. New episodes of The Cool Boys come out every Tuesday. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Cool Boys Podcast. Join our Facebook group. It's The Cool Boys Podcast. Email us at thecoolboyspodcast at gmail.com. Like and subscribe to us on YouTube. You can find us on YouTube by searching for The Cool Boys Podcast. Rate and review us on iTunes as The Cool Boys Podcast. Donate to us on Patreon to receive additional episodes of The Cool Boys After Dark. And a Cool Boys shout out on normal episodes that air every Tuesday. You can find The Cool Boys on Patreon. www.patreon.com slash Podcast. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Happy holidays, Cool Boy Nation. Until next time, it's Bozzy's from Frosty the Felt Man. That's Bizies from Silver Bell's Ballard. And that's Bizies from North Pole Smoker Nolan. I still don't understand why you guys have such hetero names and I'm the gay one. Because you guys are clearly gay as well. You know, you're Frosty implying... Frosty the Felt Man? That's so fucking PG and Silver Bell's Ballard? It's not even Silver Balls Ballard. It's Silver, Silver Bell's Ballard. It's, that's G-dated. <laughs> How come I got the fucking R-rated name? I have a theory. <laughs> I don't deserve this. What's your theory? Lay it on me. That we're straight and you're bisexual. Oh. That's why I show you a perfect female form like Angela White. White Christmas. And you're like, no, too chubby. But then you're like, oh, I like real thin 14-year-old boy body like uh, Kira Knightley. Kira Oh, yeah, perfect. Yeah, but Can you guys please fuck for episode 100? I told you, I'm a power bottom. And I'm a power top. Happy holidays, cool boy nation. You are standing American boy. Excelled in all things. I pump while I dump. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah! This episode of the Cool Boys Podcast was brought to you by... Hi, Ballard. Hey, guys. Oh, God. Alexa, Simon says Ballard has a huge cock. Ballard has a huge cock. Very nice. And that's our Easter egg. Get some cool Cool boys. boys. (laughs) (laughs) So serious.